0: Welcome back to the Out To Be Podcast. I am your host, Katie Zuccardi, and I am so excited to be chatting with you today. Pardon my voice, it's a little hoarse. can not I don't know if it's because of allergies or because of my sister's sister's birthday party, which was this weekend, but we're going to roll with it. So, today I want to talk all about how to stay positive during a release. I have a lot of clients, and even just a lot of people who I speak with in the music industry who are going through a release and are filled with a lot of doubt and insecurity. And honestly, releases can be full of just ups and downs and a roller coaster of emotions. You don't know what's gonna happen, you don't know if it's gonna be a success. You want to put your music, your baby, out into the world and show everyone and you want everyone to like it, and what the heck happens if they don't like it, or if you don't get press reviews, or if nobody listens, or nobody buys it, or nobody comes out to your shows. Now, of course, I'm not saying this to get you in a negativity spiral at all, because what we're going to do today is talk about how to overcome that, and how to stay positive. So like I said, I know exactly what it's like to go through a release, and it can be tough. It can be it can be grueling, and it requires a lot of work and a lot of patience and a lot of deliberation in, in terms of staying very deliberately on your goals and committed to staying positive. So let's jump right into it. So one of the first ways, step, so, step one for staying positive during release is to prepare and to plan. Now, this might seem a little like, all right, Katie sure <laughs> I'm gonna prepare and plan no doubt but a lot of people will think that they can release something in a very short amount of time so for instance they might be in the process of recording a song and think that it's in their best interest to release the song or just think that they want to get the song out really soon so therefore they're going to record the finish recording the song in the next week or so and then they're going to release it like two weeks later now you can do that. Like, there's no saying you can't do that. I don't make the rules. You you make the rules in your music career. However, if you are striving for a, uh, a single release or even an EP or album release that really, like, makes a bang and has proper artwork and is properly promoted and is not just like, oh, I'm dropping a surprise thing, then you're going to need far more than two weeks to do it. It's definitely possible to get this together in about a month once the song is recorded and at least in the process of being mastered. However, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make, like I said, is rushing into it and just wanting to get shit done and get shit out as soon as possible. However, by lacking, by skipping this step and lacking to plan, you are creating way more doubt for yourself and way more insecurity. Because you will be second guessing everything you do because you're rushing through it. So if you take ample time to prepare for this release, to really think about what you want and to plan out your release dates. So let's say that you're releasing an album or you're releasing um, an EP even, then you're going to want to take time to plan out your release dates, figure out how much time you're going to leave in between both, and be able to focus on your single as well as just the bigger picture of the album because you'll have had the time to prepare for your vision, for your goals, for what you want. So this step is really important because a lot of us don't even think to go into the release planning by setting goals. So what I want you to think about if you're planning a release is what are your goals? Is your goal to get on a Spotify playlist? Is your goal to get one maybe press premiere? Is it maybe instead to get like five press features but you don't care if it's a premiere? Is it to get traction on social media? Is it to have a bunch of people tag you on social media and share it on social media? Of course it could be one or all of these things. Maybe it's to have a release show the week of your release or the day of your release and to get out a really big amazing really enthusiastic crowd for your show. So these things are things that you know we all want in the back of our head most likely but we you may have not sorted through it. So you may be thinking these things but you may have not set them out as a as a supreme like this is my goal. (laughs) A supreme goal. I don't know why I called it that but we're gonna roll with it. So If you set your intention very clearly and you set your goal very clearly, it's going to make it much easier to reach that because you're going to know the steps that you have to take in order to get there. So that's one of the biggest things to do is to prepare and to plan. And this also helps us to avoid any, what one of my favorite coaches, Christine Hassler, she calls an expectation hangover, which is that feeling when You expected things to go fabulously and you wanted things to, you know, this to be the best album you ever released and everyone is obsessed with you and you have a million DMs and like presses all over you and then you put it out and maybe you did get a little bit of traction, but it's not quite up to your expectations and then you have that really terrible feeling of like, oh my god, I just feel so awful and disappointed and like, I'm not worthy. I like, why didn't this happen for me? Why, why can't I do it? You know, you know, you know (laughs) what comes after that. And it just spirals out from there. So preparing and planning, which is this first step is so crucial to making sure that you are clear on what you want out of this release, what you want to accomplish, and also how you would like to feel, you know, like this music Whatever you are putting out into the world, it most likely has some sort of personality behind it. You know, maybe it came from a place of grief, maybe it came from a place of happiness, maybe a little bit of both. So what is it that you want to feel and you want other people to feel as you put this out into the world? Clearly identifying that, writing it down, knowing for yourself and for your, you know, actual steps of execution is going to be really vital to making your release successful. So that's number one. Now, number two is, okay, so you set the goals, you pick the days, you know what's happening, you know the title of the release, you know, maybe you're even working on it, it's getting mastered right now and you're in the works and you are starting to do social media, you're starting to reach out to press and you're like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of things coming up for me right now. So number two is to notice the thoughts that are coming up. This is going to be different for everyone. Some of the most common ones I see, some of the most common limiting beliefs we can call them or just negative self-talk, some doubt is there's so much out there, why would my release be successful? Now, this one is a little bit of a form of imposter syndrome. It's a little bit of, oh my gosh, why am I even doing this? You know, if we were to elaborate on that point, it would often come out as I'm not good enough. I don't know why anybody would buy my music when there's plenty of other artists out there. So that's one of the biggest things, right? Why should I put all this effort into this release? Nobody's going to buy it. Why would my release be successful? Should I even bother? Should I even bother putting in the effort? Now, this thought is definitely your brain trying to protect yourself and try to get you to make excuses and back the hell out. (laughs) But we're not going to let that happen, okay? Oftentimes, when we jump into something scary, our brain tries to protect us. So our brain is finding any reason possible for you to not do this because it's a little bit scary, right? Especially if it's your first big release, you are putting your all, you are sharing your music with the world, and that's scary. That's very vulnerable of you. So your brain might be thinking, "All right, well, ah, why do this? There's like Beyonce's out there. You don't want to be. You don't want to compete with her. That's, there's no point, <laughs> right? Okay. So this thought is an excuse that your brain is trying to make. And it's really important to let that excuse not take over. So identifying and taking notice and being really conscious of what's coming up for you and noticing, is this thought coming up for me? Am I experiencing a little bit of imposter syndrome? If you are, I encourage you to listen to our last episode, episode 29 with Angela Mastro Giacomo. And we talked all about imposter syndrome in that episode. And so that will be really helpful in you know helping you to work through it and overcome it. But In general, what's really important with imposter syndrome and in this context especially is to really remember that you are unique. You are your own person. As cheesy as it might sound and I know it sounds cheesy. I'm not trying to play you and pretend it doesn't. I know it's cheesy but it's really true. Nobody else is going to write the music that you are writing. Nobody else has had the experiences that you have had. Nobody else is going to you know, put this song in your voice that you have, only you have your voice in your musicality, in the way you like to write, in your poetry, in your lyrics. Nobody else is going to do that exact thing. And somebody out there in the world is gonna resonate with what you have to put out with your music, with your sound, with your voice, with your lyrics. Your production too, that's a big one too. So I don't want you to to believe your brain when it tells you that there's so much out there. Why would you be successful? Because it's not true and it 100% is possible for you to be successful. I mean, come on. Like, what if somebody told Ariana Grande that Mariah Carey was already out there so she can't be here? Because they're kind of comparable. And then we would have to know Ariana Grande. And she wouldn't be, like, probably one of the richest freaking pop stars in the world. <laughs> so keep some perspective. You're doing great. You're doing you, and there is no one else but you. Okay, so that's one of the biggest things that come up. Another one that I see is I don't have enough money to do this right. So you might be like you might be start having already started a release, or you might be hesitating to start a release process because you feel like there is not enough money. You don't have enough money to do this right. I wanna call you out on that. So if that's a thought that's coming you up and that's coming up and that's a thought that's holding you back, I wanna call you out on that because it's not true. Hello, it's not true. I've heard a lot of people tell me, "Oh, I just don't know how to like do Facebook ads, right? I don't know how to pay for this. I feel like I have to pay for, you know, someone to do my press and my social media for me." Now, if you want to do all of those things genuinely because that's where you are at, that's fine. Like if you are at an if you are at a place in your career where you really don't have the time or the willingness to do press and you feel that you can handle everything else, but you genuinely want to outsource press because that feels aligned with you, great, do it. I'm I wanna be clear, I'm not saying don't do this kind of stuff that I'm mentioning. And don't spend money. But what I'm saying is that you don't have to spend money in order to have a successful release. Now there is some cost involved, of course, if you want to get your music on, you know, Spotify, iTunes, etc., because you have to go through a distribution or a distribu a dist bleh. I don't know why I can't say this word, a distributor, a distributor. I'm not cutting that out. That's the real me. Okay. (laughs) So you have to go through a distributor in order to get that music out. And that's going to cost you. Um, I believe the last time I checked, the cost of that is less than $100, depending on what you're releasing. So... While that, you know, $100 is not nothing, I'm not claiming that, it is possible for you to be able to make that money back. Just spitballing here, you could walk a few dogs for a week, you could, you know, play an extra show, a solo show, and keep all the money for yourself, you know, make sure that you pick a venue that will pay you well. That's a whole nother story, but yeah. (laughs) I'll do another episode on that. But just like, there are ways for you to get that money, right? So if that's all the money that you need, then what's really holding you back? And then you might consider going a layer deeper. But to stay on this topic of I don't have enough money to do this right, I want you to keep in mind that you do not need to run Facebook ads in order to have a successful release. You don't need to have a high-tech music video. You don't need to pay for someone to do press for you. You don't need to pay for someone to do social media for you. You don't need to pay people a ton of money for things that you can do yourself. Now, sometimes... What comes up from this is the thought, I don't know what steps to take. And this, I hear you. I hear you. And sometimes that's really the the reason why you feel like you need to spend money is because you don't know what steps to take. Now, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later at the end of the podcast, but one of, a great, one of the great ways to do this is to get a coach to guide you through it. And the reason I say this, even though you might be like, Katie, you just said like, don't spend money. So why would I spend money on a coach? But the reason for this is because a coach will teach you how to do this all successfully and do this for yourself at a much lower cost. So for instance, if you were going to pay someone to run Facebook ads and to do your press and do your social media and do all these other things, when instead you could just pay a basically one fee and learn how to do it yourself and Figure out, most importantly, figure out what works best for you and your release and not have to do that part alone. That's going to be huge because you might figure out when you're talking to your coach that you can do press by yourself. It's actually not that hard. Um, But you know what? I don't want to do Facebook ads by myself. Or you might decide I don't fucking need Facebook ads because if you ask me, you don't need Facebook ads in order to make this this release successful if you are doing other things. And if you are taking a very well-rounded approach to your release and to your plan, and you are nurturing your audience, you're reaching out to press, and you are feeling extremely confident about this release, so that's a little bit of a tangent. But again, I don't know what steps to take comes out comes up really, really often for people because there's a lot of steps for release. And if it's your first release, it's no shit. You don't know what to do. You've never done this before. How could you be expected to do? to know what to do. So that's where getting a coach comes in handy and that's where it can be really helpful to guiding you through this. Now there are a ton of podcast episodes and articles out there and you can start with that and I think you guys probably know my philosophy on this by now but I think all of that stuff is so valuable and really really important. However oftentimes it just boggles us down and we don't know like which information to follow and we're given like a million steps. Honestly, I have clients come to me who have looked at like this person's article or this person's way of doing it or have gathered a bunch of information together and they come to me very confused. So it can be really confusing to absorb all this information and not know how to kind of filter it, sift through it and decide what's best for you. And that's where a coach comes in handy. So. That's my tangent on that. I'm going to move on from that. But what I want to wrap up this section by saying is once you've figured out what those doubts are, it's going to be much easier to tackle them. So by taking time to really be in tune with yourself, notice what's coming up. Notice what thoughts you're having. Notice what doubts you're having. Then you can take the step to tackle them and figure it out. And that brings us to number three, which is to do the work within yourself. Now, this is probably something that you don't hear a lot because this is where a lot of the programs that are out there and the coaches that do this and the articles and the podcasts and the blog posts and whatever, whatever, whatever. This is where it often stops because we're not usually thinking. And when I say we, I mean the music industry is not usually thinking about doing personal work on yourself. But as you'll notice, a lot of the mindset shifts that I noticed in point that I talked about in point number two are very mindset-oriented. Now, I don't have enough money. Like, you might think, that's not mindset, that's tangible. I really don't have enough money. I will tell you right now that money is a huge part of mindset. And you thinking you don't have enough money is a huge part of mindset. Because if you are really committed to doing something and you really believe that something is going to help you, it's not a question of if you have enough money. It's a question of how are you going to get this money and how are you going to make this work. Not if you can make it work. It's how. So that's a mindset shift, right? Changing your mindset from, uh, nope, just can't do it. I am poor. There's no way. I can't make my dreams happen. It's not going to work. Can't do it. And instead thinking, okay, I know that this is going to serve me. Whether it's getting a coach, whether it's, you know, Facebook ads. I'm sorry, I'm hating on Facebook ads. I'm using it as an example constantly, but it's an easy target. So whether it's, you know, no matter what it is, If you truly believe it's going to help you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of how. And making that mindset shift and working through any mindset blocks you have about money, and I can guarantee you, you have some, I have some, we all have some, and I'm constantly working through mine, that can help you get to a place where you feel really confident in spending that money and in doing what is right for you. Not in a reckless way or in a way that's overindulgent, but in a way that is You know, really just clear and aligned with what you want and your goals. And same with, I don't know what steps to take. Again, you might be thinking, okay, Katie, I like literally do not know what steps to take. I'm kind of floundering here. But that, again, if you keep telling yourself that, that is a mindset shift that is going to keep, like, if you stay in that place, it's going to keep you in a place of negativity. It's going to keep you in a place of just thinking, oh my God, I don't know anything. I am. I'm so dumb. How do I not know this? All the information's out there. How am I not getting this? Like, It can really put you in a negative place. So that is a mindset shift as well, even if it might be true. But being able to change your mindset to the positive and instead saying, okay, I'm not quite clear on how to get this specific thing done now, but here's how I can figure out how. I can either outsource help. I can ask someone who does know to help me whatever i can hire a coach whatever it may be i could do a freaking deep dive on youtube about how to do this like there's always a way right so once you've identified these things it's time to do the work within yourself and how to help overcome these things there's a few ways you can do it but one of my biggest things is noticing the belief really was the first step right? step and then what you want to do next is do some journaling around that you know why do you feel this belief is coming up Where did it originate? Have you seen this belief come up some time in the past? So let's use the money one as an example. If you notice that this is not the first time that you felt you can't spend money on something that you really want to spend money on because you don't have enough. Well, where did that first come from? Did something happen in your childhood? Did something happen as you were growing up? Did somebody say something to you that maybe music is not legitimate, so it's not worth spending your money on? Or maybe even deeper and rawer than that of somebody telling you that you're never going to make it and that music is stupid. Or maybe even just your parents having had a hard time with money or been really frugal growing up when you were growing up and they never really let you, you know, buy that one thing or buy that one instrument that you wanted or get something new or spend money on something that really meant a lot to you because it wasn't worth it or it just wasn't in the budget. So I want you to really consider what? where is the first time I've seen this belief? So once you've noticed your thoughts, where is the first time you've seen this belief? And journal through that. Write it down. Notice what comes up as you do a little bit of stream of consciousness journaling, which starting with that question and then letting your thoughts just flow. And you'll be surprised at what comes out once you do that. And once you do that exercise, I want you to also journal a little bit about why is this belief serving you? So this is just kind of like a crash course right now on overcoming limiting beliefs, but it's going to help us to really stay positive during this release time. So once you figure out your belief, you're going to want to journal on where have I seen this belief before? Where has it come up? Where might the origin be? And then I want you to consider and journal through how is this belief serving me? So if your belief is that there's, you know, I don't have enough money to do this right. I don't have enough money. I'm not going to spend it. How is it serving you? Well, for one thing, you're not spending the money. You're keeping you safe. You're keeping you from releasing the music into the world and having to deal with potential failure if it doesn't go the way you wanted it to to go. So think about how this belief is serving you. And then I want you to think about the truth, the truth of the matter, and how you can turn this into a positive affirmation. And a positive affirmation can be as simple as money is abundant and I am going to, or I am a successful artist. So you want it to be something that is like already true, even if it's not already true. So don't yell at me. If money is not abundant, you can still say it. That's your positive affirmation, right? Because that's what you are now going to train your brain to believe. You are now going to go out into the world and say, I've already had a successful release. I am crushing this release. It's amazing. Whatever your goals are, whatever your doubts are, you want to turn those into positive affirmations. And I want you to write all of those positive affirmations out on paper and look at them every morning and every day before you go to bed. It can be really helpful as well to like say them out loud, maybe say them in a mirror, even just maybe just jump around your room and say them and kind of chant them, whatever works for you. Maybe you put them into a song and you blast a song, whatever the heck works for you but the key here is to not let this negativity foster. So by identifying what's going on, we're now taking our power back and we are now doing the work within ourselves and not letting that negativity spiral out of control. Instead, we're going to change that into positivity. And every time you feel doubt, If it's a new thought, then write it down and do the exercise again and go through what's coming up, why might this be coming up, where did this come from, what's the truth, how can I make this positive, how can I um, take action on this. So keeping in mind too that if there's a way for you to take action, like, oh, I don't know this thing, how can you now know this thing? Do you need to hire a coach? Do you need to YouTube it? What do you need to do? What do you need to do? So taking action on that and not letting these thoughts spiral. And as you go along your day, if it's a thought that has happened before, then you already have your positive affirmations. You can whip your list out or if it's already in your head, you can notice, I just thought this thing. All right, it's not true. Let's get back to the positive. Let's say those positive affirmations. Let's get back on the right track. And I know that sometimes this can be hard. So another thing I would really recommend is finding a friend, maybe a pal who's a pal. Who am I? I don't say pal. (laughs) maybe a friend who's in the music industry and knows what you're going through and has been through this before this is something someone like this is very helpful for being a soundboard now again if you don't want advice from someone I really recommend you being upfront with that and telling them outright I'm not really looking for advice but I would love for you to listen if you are looking for advice then great But going to a friend who might understand what you're going through and just talking it out. And a lot of times, um, whether it's anxiety or negative self-talk or just doubts or insecurities, it can be so, so, so helpful to simply just talk it out and voice what's going on in your head with a friend, with a coach, with a colleague, whatever it might be, so that it stops spiraling out of control in your head, right? Because a lot of times when we keep things in our head, it just can go get worse and worse and worse from there. But when you voice something, you're able to really squash it and shut it down. So those are my tips for doing the work and overcoming these negative thoughts, these negative beliefs that you are feeling. Now, the more that you prepare and that you plan, the more that you get clear on your goals and the more that you prepare the steps to take, as well as the more you work through this stuff then you are going to have a much, much easier time in staying positive during this release because you're going to be clear on what you want to accomplish. You're going to trust that you're taking the steps to do those things and you're going to be having the support to overcome the negativity that might come up as you go through this. So it's really a combination of being prepared and staying in the right mindset. And it's a balance. Really, you have to work at both of these things. Having a successful release is not just about taking the action steps to get there. It's also about making sure that every single day you are working on your mindset and you are are staying in touch with yourself and you are honoring your thoughts, honoring your words and your actions, and staying positive using positive affirmations journaling things like that and things like talking it out in order to keep yourself in a high vibe place also important in your release and I'm just throwing this in there because I just remembered it but make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who support you so if you have family members or friends or you know co-workers or whatever who think that this music thing is stupid You don't have to tell them what you're doing. Like, I know that we want to flaunt it and we want to flaunt it proud. And I am all for that. But sometimes if we were to choose to, for instance, if you're, this is an example, but if you have a parent, like let's say you have a mom who is not trusting of this and who thinks this is unstable and is not really supportive of your music career, you don't have to tell your mom that you're releasing music. You don't have to keep her updated with this whole process. Now, I know it's like, but I tell my mom a lot of stuff. She's my mom. How can I not? Just don't. (laughs) You don't have to. Because if you do, then you're subjecting yourself to negativity that might come in. So protecting your energy by surrounding yourself with positive people and not people who are going to bring you down is really important here. And it's not to say that you're, you know, like alienating people or being rude or keeping anything a secret. It's just important that you do your best not to open yourself up to anyone or anything that's going to make you feel more negative And that's going to let any thoughts that you tend to have spiral more out of control. So that brings us to our last point, which is to execute to the best of your abilities. So you have planned, you have prepared, you've worked through this mindset stuff. And now it's really time to just continue through this process to execute to learn, to reach out when you need help and not be afraid to do that, to ask questions, to do what you need to do, to outsource if you need to outsource, to, again, I stress this, ask for help if you need to, and to execute. If you follow these steps, I have no doubt that you're going to have a successful release and you are going to stay positive during this release and stay super high vibe and be able to reach those goals. However, I do have a huge announcement. If this is your first release or a new release for you or something that you just want to be bigger or better than ever, if you are in a place where you are releasing something right now, I have news. I just announced the beta launch of my new program, which is called the Release Incubator. So this program is a incubator program to help you have the most successful release possible. So I really believe that everything in this episode is going to help you have that most successful release possible. However, if you are still feeling like you want extra support, you want assistance in setting those goals, in locking in a timeline, in getting clarity on the exact on the exact tasks you need, in teaching you how to do the things you don't know what to do, I have your back. That's exactly what this program is here for. So while you can, will be doing all of these things, planning and staying with the mindset work and doing all the things, all of these things during your release. This program is going to help you get to the next level faster and easier because you're going to have my support. So this program is in beta, which means I am giving only five spots away for a extremely low price. Like I, ugh, oh my god, it's mind blowing. I, I'm only doing this once. The price is definitely going to raise after this round. But I'm super excited to welcome five ladies into this program and help them crush their releases. It's going to be awesome. So let me tell you what it includes. This program includes one 90-minute one-on-one call with me where we'll talk through your goals and your intentions for your release and strategize the exact action steps you need to take to get there. Plus, we'll work through any mindset blocks that are stopping you. You'll also get one month of Voxer access to me where you can ask me anything. So this is really important because essentially what you get is 90 minutes where we will plan out your entire release and then one month of Voxer access so you can ask me questions about how to do things that we might not have covered or about mindset blocks that have come up since our call and that way I can help work you through and talk you through the release as it's happening in real time during that one month and as you're preparing for it. You have... The option to add on an additional call as well as an additional month of Voxer access depending on the length of your release and how things are going. But this 90-minute call in the Voxer access, and for those of you who are unfamiliar with Voxer, it's basically just a messaging app. Um, But it's fun because you can use walkie-talkie and listen to people in real time, which is amazing. <laughs> um, and then you also get the exact resources you need to move forward, including with training on how to get press, content planning and scheduling templates, and mindset and limiting belief exercises. So I have created this program because I notice a lot of people coming to me, clients and beyond, who are ready to release something but are not sure of the process to do it and get really overwhelmed with all the steps that they need to take. So the goal of this program is to help reduce that overwhelm, to get you super clear, and also to have a cheerleader on your side who you can talk to who's not going to judge you, who's not going to be annoyed with you like a friend or a you know parent might about you constantly talking about your release. And it's I you have someone in your corner. I'm going to be in your corner to help you release this project in the most successful way possible. So as we approach the the end of the year, you might be preparing for that release, you know, right before the holidays hits, or you might be doing a holiday release, which y'all know I'm all for. I love holiday music. And either way, this is the perfect timing to end the year with a bang through this program. So if you're ready to have the best release possible in the, in 2019, and you're ready to have that extra support while you're doing it, then join the Release Incubator now. Join it now. This offer only goes for one week, and then the price will never be this low again. So head to bit.ly slash the Release Incubator, and the link is also going to be in the show description, so you can just head over there to join the program now. I cannot wait to meet you. I love helping people with their releases. Seriously, it's become such a passion of mine because I think it's such, like, Ugh, this is the most fun part of the music industry. You get to share your music with the world. And as someone who loves planning, I freaking love planning releases because I can help you make it the most successful it's ever been. And it it means so much to me to be able to help you through this. So head over to bit.ly slash the release incubator to grab your spot today and to help your release be the best it could ever be. All right guys, this has been a fun, fun, amazing episode. Let me know your thoughts over on Instagram, at Katie Zaccardi and at at out podcast. I can't talk today. And I can't wait to hear what you thought of this episode and what your biggest takeaways were. I hope you all have a fabulous week. I'll be back here next week for another great episode on the Out to be podcast and until then, see ya.